Welcome to House of the Unholy. My name is Brent. I am here with uh, Ashley. Hi. And I'm also here with Jade. What's up? And uh, <laughs> we are starting our podcast on horror films and horror culture. Uh, we're here. This is our first episode so that we can introduce ourselves uh, and sort of build up the idea of what our um, ideas are for this podcast and how we want to present it for an audience. Um, but before uh, we'll get into questions, I want to uh, give a celebration to you guys about our 28 Days Later. How happy 28 Days Later, guys. So, 28 Days Later. Happy 28 Days Later. We survived. We're still surviving. We're still surviving. <laughs> So, um, for audience members out there who don't know, currently uh, the nation is in lockdown for the COVID-19 pandemic, and uh, we've been, it's been a full month, or at least close to a full month, that we've been uh, either working with strict uh, re uh, restrictions, or just not going to work as much as anymore. So, yeah, that's, that's our lives right now. How are, how are you guys doing with your COVID-19 shutdowns? I'll start with Ashley. Uh, well, uh, considering that I work at a grocery store, um, a lot of my day consists of, if I'm not working, lying around all day because my legs hurt. Right. <laughs> Let's face it, I'm not that young anymore. <laughs> I'm only 30, guys. We're all in our 30s. Well, no, Jade, you're a little younger. Jade, how are but, you? How's um, how's your shutdown going? Uh, my shutdown's good. It's not as long as your guys's since I'm in Arizona. So we just shut down a couple yeah. weeks ago, and now they're talking about opening everything back up. But we'll see what happens. That's a weird. I don't you know, anything. I hate that. I hate that they're telling us that oh, we're gonna open up soon or something like that. And I'm like, um, no, there's still a rise of cases every day. Like, no. Where's the vaccine? Where's the monitoring like oh no have you guys have seen any... the memes coming around that are like round two COVID-19 <laughs> round two I haven't even told you about my experience today I had to go grocery shopping because my fridge is running low I live with two other boys in this apartment so if you need food I need food like who are we kidding two hungry boys constantly need food and then I count as a third because let's face it gobbles my stomach will eat <laughs> everything in sight but uh, I went to one of the local supermarkets. Talk about no social distancing guidelines. Oh, yeah. None. That's no. There were too many people in the store. Too many employees not even wearing face masks. Not even wearing gloves. Like, I can, I can do it with the gloves. I don't care. There's... They didn't even bother, like, to put on a face mask where, like, it's been mayor-ordained. Or, you know, like, it's been mayor-ordained. For 28 like... days. To wear your mask in public. There's stores out here. They're not doing it at all, though. I out know, here, like the employees are, but no people are. And it's uh, oh, it's so mind-boggling. Like, why? You understand? If we just follow these rules, we actually get to go outside a lot sooner. <laughs> yeah, and I'm hearing, I'm seeing a lot of stores putting up signs saying that you can't come in without a mask. Yeah. Oh, that's they're absolutely actually, true. Out here in Arizona, at 
they're actually shutting, they have all the stores shut down, and they're counting how many people come in versus how many people go out, and they're holding lines outside of the businesses to mm-hmm. only allow a certain amount to come in and shop at a certain time. It's right. No, yeah, I it's, refuse to go shopping. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I just... I, I went shopping to begin with, then this all started, okay? Yeah. I actually enjoyed grocery shopping. Like, it was my, like, go-to thing, you know? Like, it was my go-to adult thing. I was happy at the grocery store. Ooh, that's a case of beer that I've been interested in eyeing for, like, two weeks. I think I might buy it this week. Ooh, they're playing my jam today. I think I'm going to dance while I walk down this aisle. But no, I can't do that shit no more. So, um, so yeah, so I want to start getting into these, into questions about, um, about us introducing ourselves to our audience and, and, and so forth. So first, uh, I guess, Ashley, you can introduce yourself. Hi, I was born in East LA, raised in the Valley, and let's face it, my horror experience <laughs> has been, you know, it's a it's a, it's a late bloomer, but that's okay. We don't we don't talk about that much. Um. I don't know about the East LA part. <laughs> well, I, okay. look, I I, exactly. I knew I knew that you grew up in the valley ish, but I I wasn't I didn't know that you were an East LA girl. I was literally born in East LA, and then like months later, my parents oh we were in the process of moving, and so like as a newborn, I moved. Right. <laughs> literally born, but like raised out in the valley. Oh, okay. <laughs> Interesting. That's that, that's a factoid I didn't. I of the the many years that I've known you, I've actually never known that. And, yeah, I'm every day, right? Right. Um, and Salvadorian so, descent. So for Ash, um, so you 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 came upon horror yeah. still in a young age, mo- like most pe- people, I would yeah. assume. Okay, so as I said, my love and obsession for horror has been a bit of a late bloomer. Right. But uh. Um, I very distinctly remember watching a good portion of The Exorcist with my mom when I was, like, around five or six. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was actually really funny because she didn't think much of it. Then again, my mom and my grandma were kind of special that way. They see horror movies, they laugh. Right. <laughs> my sister and I, on the other hand, we cover our faces, we, like, hide totally bitch out legitly scared i like that legit exactly (laughs) my mom not knowing you know whether i knew or not that it was a horror movie was just like sure whatever watch the movie you're gonna eventually go to sleep anyway little did she know that this was gonna give me nightmares for weeks to come so yeah my first experience (laughs) right like she did not get sleep for weeks because of this shit (laughs) but yeah the exorcist I, I remember that distinctly. Like, and what gave age, me nightmares. What age were you at when that happened? No more than six years old. So I, I want to say I was probably f- closer to five, mm-hmm. okay. as far as I remember. We were living in Burbank at the time, so it had to be around that time. Interesting. Um... And when and then you said uh, it recently became fascinating for you. Is there some particular event that sparked that? Actually, I feel like it's been a whole series of like different events. 
um, like, after watching The Exorcist with my mom, even though it was through the laces of my fingers, <laughs> um, my sister and, like, years later, while I was in high school or whatever, was it high school? I want to say I was in high school. High school, middle school, something like that? I don't know. These right. years start kind of meshing in together. Right. Um, but yeah, like, my sister and I, we'd rent movies all the time from, like, Blockbuster, and I don't know why, but my sister was speaking out a bunch of, like, Alfred Hitchcock movies, and we ran across Rosemary's Baby, and she was just like, fuck yeah, grabbing this. And I was just like, never heard of, never seen, what the fuck is this shit? <laughs> we get home, we start watching it, and oh my god, I almost, like, my young pubescent mind was not ready for the likes of Rosemary's Baby because I, it really scared the fuck out of me. <laughs> it was just conceptually something that I was just like not ready for. Right. <laughs> and then later on, Sho and I, when Sho and I started dating, oddly enough, my cousins and I wanted to, or my cousins decided they wanted to do like a summer of horror movies. Oh, that's interesting. Um, yes. I got curious, and I was like, fuck it. If you guys are down, I'm down. What movies we got? Uh, one of the movies I'm still terrified of, I actually still can't watch entirely, is uh, Dead Silence. Oh, such a good movie. It's such a good movie, but it terrifies me. <laughs> I, 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 uh, makeup is so well done. The story itself is really actually well done. I feel like, honestly, it's actually one of the most underrated horror movies of all time, or of, you know, recent time. <laughs> well, um, since you're on that topic... Very, very good. <laughs> since you're on that topic, uh, what's what's your, you, your favorite movie of all time, uh, and why? I kind of have to go to The Exorcist. It, the, the one thing that scared um, you in, in your childhood is not the one thing that you obsess over. Yeah, the one thing that traumatized me. Mm-hmm. It's interesting how that works, right? Well, I mean, also, it's the whole, like, well, I mean, being Hispanic and having been raised pseudo-Catholicly, because, let's face it, I am the black sheep of my family. Um, my sister and I are not baptized. We are the only two not baptized children in the family. Everyone else Thank has you. had, like, their first communion or whatever. Nada. Hey, um, actually, we're part of the same family. <laughs> 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 no wonder we're demented. Okay. <gasps> Seriously. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, having been around a lot of like family members who do adhere to the Catholic religion, rather strictly mainly my grandmother uh, before she passed, uh, she was super Catholic. So were, like, so were most of my tias. And, I don't know, I guess, like, that growing up in all that and, like, the idea of sin and, like, possession demons and all this shit, like, always kind of, like, sat in the back. Yeah. Over my shoulder, you know? Like, kind of just sitting there, like, mm-hmm, we're still here. <laughs> you think you forgot about us, but we're still here. It's like, oh, fuck. It's, a, it's, it's also an, it's an interesting trend. Uh, 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 what is it? It's an interesting uh, uh, 
uh, tie-in that um, the one movie that involves Catholicism and exorcism is part of your family, uh, you know, upbringing and all of that. Well, I mean, probably yeah. another reason why you're so interested in it and why, because you were also, like, traumatized by it, so you were intrigued. And instead of being scared and running the other way, you ran right into it to fully exactly. understand it, which is and great. It's great. It's a way Obviously, to conquer your fears, like really. That, I think. Yeah. Well, and also, like, another thing that really helped was uh, Reagan's transformation throughout the movie. Dick Smith does an amazing technical, like, makeup work with the subtle transformation. Because at one point in the movie, you're literally sitting there like, how the fuck did she suddenly transform like this? Like, when did she change before my eyes? Because it's, it's so gradual, so subtle. It's so well done. I have, in the movies that I've seen thus far, it's hard to find something to that extent. Right. Recently. Like, I love Dick Smith. I'm gushing now, but. <laughs> so, um, so, you know, we're, we're, so you've talked about your favorite yeah. film that's from the past. What about a favorite movie that's recent for you? That's one of your favorites. Get Out. Get Out. Jordan Peele. Jordan Peele is a fucking genius. Get Out is fantastic. Such a good movie. Such a good movie. Such a good movie. And it's, it's, an impactful recent horror film with a black protagonist a black director for one well i mean all of it all of it right like it's just it's, for that evolution to be where it is now is amazing it's awesome exactly i think we're in a time exactly. of we're in a time of history where we can have these kinds of films and 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 representation like you know, it's it's a long time coming. There was coming. so much conflict with that movie too. It was yeah. ridiculous there was. when they were making it. There was so much conflict with it. You know, it's funny because um, you know, you remember Donna Ashley? My Donna. Fr- my friend, my, the professor. Oh yeah 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 yeah. So, yeah yeah yeah. I wasn't sure. So, okay yes. yeah. So yes, she so so she and I have a lot of talks about films, and she you know she she likes her her Oscar nominated or Oscar potential movies. And she came across mm-hmm. Get Out when it was nominated. And she's like, oh, but I'm not sure about that film because of this and that. And I'm like, well, it's a very good social commentary that I particularly like and blah, blah, blah. And so she wanted to look into Absolutely. it. And, uh, I mean, look, she's a woman in her 80s. So it, some of the stuff just kind of flies over her. But she understands that there's racial connotations there. Um, and But she would just go on about how racial divide um, happened in the 60s and 70s for her. And that's her, that's her experience and, sh- and seeing the, the, such a uh, deep contrast from back then to now. And how a film like this is able to exist without, without uh, you know, uh, being so controversial. Like, I don't know, like back in the day when we were uh, um, Night of the Living Dead, you know, like that kind of black protagonist back then is is was really really con- uh, uh not controversial but very like influential and then nowadays it's more absolutely yeah but it, it was interesting <laughs> well, for me to learn about, about that that in itself like to think about 
Night of the Living Dead and how that was the pla- the first black protagonist in the film. Period. Right. <laughs> and now to have your like whole cast and production. Whole, like, exactly. Predom- predominantly black cast. Black production. Right. Black director. Like, the, why did it take so long is I guess my question. One, but like also about fucking time and thank God it's out. <laughs> All right, so we've heard from me. Brent, tell us a little bit about yourself. Tell us about that. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, so my name's Brent. Um, I uh, grew up in South L.A., or more specifically Compton. Uh, moved around L.A. a lot, moved into the valley uh, when I was a young child. Um and it's funny, I think it was because the separation of my parents that allowed a lot of more freedom. Um, so for, yeah, uh, I, watching films in general was just, and, you know, aside from horror, uh, it was a lot more uh, open, um, you know. So like my dad would take us to uh, Blockbuster or uh, Hollywood Video or, you know, those days. Remember those days? When you had to rent movies and watch cassettes and things like that. You guys remember those You need VHS. Yeah. Because a cassette tape went into your box. Get it straight. I was Walkman when you were walking down the street. Okay. How is it me, who's younger than you, Brent? Like a few months. A few months. A few months. I was using general words. So yeah, so uh, for my um for for my taste in films, just not just films in general, I um was a lot more open and a lot more exposed um to different films. I was even watching things like Bigfoot and UFO conspiracy theory films like you know. Interesting. Yeah, it, it really I I find Sorry. No, yeah. Well, uh, yeah, it's, it, those are some films that I, uh, you know, I had to pick up on the side after my dad, you know, found other things that for us to... And actually, no, he he kind of let us... Uh, Blockbuster and Hollywood Video were more like, uh, uh, I don't know, Chuck E. Cheese, where we just got, go, uh, go and play games and do whatever it is that you want to do. And I literally picked up films mm-hmm. that I wanted to watch. And... If Bigfoot was interesting at that moment, I would watch Bigfoot for that weekend at, at my dad's house. You know, um, nice. it was yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> so is is that how you got into your horror? Into horror? What was your first experience with horror? Okay. So this one's a little in. This one's weird for me because it wasn't a particular film. Uh, my first exposure to something that was horrifying, or at least a. Uh, 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 struck in a discomfort for me was um you see i'm trying to remember what the name of the film was i just remember what the face of it was because you know the you know in blockbuster they showed you the face of the film right there was mm-hmm. there was there was the cover of a of a cassette tape um that uh had a girl's mouth open and with a little demon or some weird monster coming out of it i think it was something like the dentist or um something similar to that I- 
I I can I can see it in my mind's eye. I can see the poster for this movie. I can't think of it right now. Do you do you know it, Jade? I I know which one you're talking about, but the same I don't know what name. And I remember you mentioning this before, and I can't remember the name to save my life. Yeah, I can't remember it either. But I just know that um, because of um, well, I guess I should also include the uh, as a as a as an aside. Uh, for the audience, I I had a, a strange experience with uh, uh, the dentist where I <laughs> had my expectation uh, in a dream that I had. And then the experience was so closely related, but then completely different in reality. Um, OK, no, no, no. You're doing him a disservice. You're just going to have to tell the story. OK, I mean, it's such a good story. Okay. <laughs> So the story is the story is that I um, had a dream after my mom had told me that we were going to the dentist and I was my first experience at the dentist. She said, uh, "I'm we're going to the dentist." I'm like, "Okay, well, I don't know what that is," but she told me a little bit. Or oh, they're going to fix your teeth or whatever. So I'm like, "Okay, I don't know what, how that's going to turn out." But anyway, that uh, a few nights later or something, I had a dream that my mom drove us to the dentist which was part we parked behind a back alley into the behind behind the building and then i we went around the building to the red door the red door opened and there was this demonic dentist woman who was like maniacally laughing and just you know just scaring the shit out of me with her you know tools and shit and so i (laughs) just was really really scared at that point and i was like i don't know if i want to go into the into this hell hole that they call the dentist. <laughs> and then so, and so then comes the day that my mom takes me to the dentist and she takes me to the alleyway that's in my dream. Then we go around the building that's in my dream. We get to the red door that's in my dream. And then I okay. open, and then I'm, I'm expecting what I thought I was expecting, this horrifying, maniacally laughing woman and then the door swings open, and it's a white door, a white room, and a receptionist, and you know, cheesy music and magazines. Nothing like in my dream. And so I was no longer terrified, but I still found it uncomfortable. <laughs> and so from then on, I've had I just I've had a very weird experience between uh, dreams and reality, and uh, and the dentist because the dentist is just a horrifying place to be. Um, at least for me. So, um, so yeah. So then when, you know, flash forward many years later when, you know, my dad is letting us peruse the, the, the video store, I, can't, I, I see this horrifying thing where this, wo- this woman's face is, has a monster coming out of her mouth and it just reminds me of that dentist. And so that was my first experience of, of like, what, what, um, what is... Uh, what are these images that are sort of, you know, intending to frighten people or, or at least, you know, bringing up fright inside of me? So I was like, re- at that point, I was like, oh, I don't know what to do. And then, um, and then actually the first thing that, uh, I think it was a long time later when my brothers were bringing in mm-hmm. f- movies like Jason, um, that was like, my first exposure to horror films and watching one fully through and uh yeah i felt that was uh you know 
a weird experience because I when I looked at the cassette and it said Jason goes to hell, you know, uh, I I thought it was a movie like Ernest goes to school or Ernest scared stupid, you know, <laughs> Jason goes to hell. Oh, that's cool, you know. Like I thought of it as a as a as a fun film from Ernest or something, you know. Except this guy's named Jason. Uh, yeah, that was my mistake and watching that film. <laughs> not knowing what horror was at that point, or at least horror films. But yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so how would you say your obsession with horror or your fascination with horror began? Um, I think it was, I think I would say it, it, it would begin by watching uh, Child's Play 3. Because, you know, well, for one thing, me being the child that I was, uh, not having toys or as much toys as most kids and having to build up on my imagination and things like that to sort of entertain myself. Um, mm-hmm. I saw Jace, I saw Child's Play 3, which is the first Child's Play to watch. And it's the strangest thing to watch if you're not familiar with the first two, because Child's Play 3 is a little more comedic. You know what I mean? It's 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 it. Child's Play three is the beginning of yeah. Chucky be, being a, a a parody of himself. Um, you know. Yeah. Okay. You see that? So. I can see that. Yeah. So it's an easier. It's it's an. I feel like Child's Play three was an easy transition for me to, um, you know, to get fascinated with you know with horror, um. And then with the fact, too, that, you know, this is a child's toy, something that I, was, mm-hmm. you know, lacked a lot in my, in my, in my growing up. So um, those, I guess those two little factoids were interesting to me where I actually had to, where I, I rented out Child's Play 3, at like maybe two weekends in a row when I went to see my dad. Um, and, mm. and I swear uh, to this day, I, mem- I think I can pick out every scene you know i play out every scene in my head because of how many times i've seen child's play 3 so it, yeah it's toys i guess it was the fact that just you know with with child's play um it, it started horror was a little bit more uh uh fascinating for me because there was this comedy element to it um that probably wasn't in most horror movies coming out at the time mm-hmm. um so yeah, it, it, I think that was it, it eased me w- it easier into, you know, I didn't go into a straight hardcore film like you did, like Exorcist, you know, like I could understand why you would find that completely uh, horrifying because there's almost no comedy to it. The only comedy I find in 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 The Exorcist is when uh, when Chris goes to uh, uh, um, uh, to Father. Um, uh, Father Carol, uh, what is it, Father? Karis. Uh, yeah, Father Karis, and she's just casually like, "So, do uh, you know anything about exorcism?" <laughs> like, you know, like just randomly drops Actually, that. I feel. I was gonna say, now that we're older, I feel like there's a lot more parts in The Exorcist that you can actually find a comedic twist to, but it also turns the uh, movie super dark and twisted. <laughs> like it just no shows kidding. how fucked up your brain is. But anyway. Right. <laughs> Um, Let's see how twisted you really are. I don't know what you're talking about. But anyway, so uh, would, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> I guess you can say that I really am. But anyway. <laughs> so 
that being said, though, what would you consider your favorite horror movie of all time, then? I guess the way I would ground it is which film can I watch over and over and just never be tired of it? Um, mm-hmm. That, I think I will have to go with The Fly with that one. I, I would go with... Good the, movie. Yeah, I would, yeah, 19... I, I want to say 1984, 1985. Jeff Goldblum's The Fly. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. Because I, I, yeah, everything about that film, I, and, and, and really, I, I can't really remember that film always when, you know, when it's, um, when it's, you know, beginning to end, but I just know very distinct moments in it that I, that are just, you know, in my brain every day. Um, and, and the fact that, you know, this is, we're talking about Jeff Goldblum, Jeff Goldblum is a character in himself. Um, now see yeah, him now see him in this in this in this predicament where he you know is uh, a scientist trying to teleport himself you know and then you know no spoilers but whatever um, so yeah it's it, it's it's a uh, it's something that I uh, really appreciate for the time uh, you know uh, you know as uh, uh, Something about '80s films in general, as far as like um, body horror, body horror is the shit. Body horror, uh, body horror needs to come back. That's that's my opinion. Animatronics, just amazing. I agree. I concur. Well, I was gonna say about the whole concept of body horror. Um, that I feel like I haven't come across that very often, or it hasn't really been. I mean, I have, but I haven't. I don't know. If you've I'm, seen I'm Alien, so if you've seen the first Alien, you've probably <laughs> seen Body Horror. What? You know, you know Alien from uh, with uh, Sigourney oh, Weaver. Yeah. Um, the first one. Yeah. That's Body her? Horror. I consider that Body Horror. With I don't know the, if you guys, but. Well, I, that's what I'm saying with like the the the. Mm-hmm. The you know, protrusion as. Like, ah! Yeah. <laughs> as you get, yeah. Nice. So what would, so that's favorite horror movie of all time. What would you consider your favorite horror movie within, I don't know, let's say the past two years? Oh, so my favorite recent, uh, the, what is it? Um, the Eyes of My Mother. Mm. Yeah, so the, the Eyes of My, the Eyes of My Mother is, is, it's such a throwback. And so modern at the same time, and artistic, so fucking artistic. It it just it it does things. It it, it breaks so many different grounds in one film, and then and then creates characters and scenarios where, you know, uh, I sympathize uh, with the char- with with the characters, and at the same time, mm-hmm. you know. You you really shouldn't because you know there's a lot of suffering and pain that happens in the film, uh, but yeah. just just but just how it how the uh, how the film goes about presenting these ideas and present and 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 doing it in an artful way, the storytelling of it anyway, all of that is mm-hmm. all of that is my my take on just something that people need to do a lot more with horror as far as art artistry and uh uh i don't know it it, it 
I, I to this day I still don't know whether that film is taking place in modern day or back in the day because of its setting and because of uh, of just the characters that it presents. I don't know if it's in the seventies or I don't know if it's two thousand and thirteen. But yeah, I can see that. Yeah, it's it's a fascinating film. It's one of my it's it's my it's my favorite recent horror. It came out what to, to, I think I want to say nice. 2016, 2017. That's pretty recent. All right, so all right, so Jane, uh, now your turn. How um, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Hi everyone, I'm Jade. Um, the other female voice in this podcast. Hey, <laughs> hey, um, poor Brent. Um, <laughs> Seriously, but. Um, I was born and bred in the San Fernando Valley in Los Angeles, California. So, hey, Valley hey. girl, born and bred. What's up? You can't tell that I'm a Valley girl because the way I talk, but I am. Um, currently living in Lake Havasu, Arizona as of now. I've been here for about a year. Love it out here. Can't get enough. Haven't left. <laughs> um, I do miss home, though. Um, I'm a dental assistant by trade, which is why, Brent, your story was really funny, and I kept laughing during your dental phobia story because, you know, a lot of people's got it. It's okay. I get scared getting in the chair, too, and I work there. So I get you. I get where you're coming from 100%. And I know what's going on, too, so it just makes it worse. Um, (laughs) (laughs) It does. I'm sorry. I laugh because I've never had a problem with the dentist. I think it's cute. Oh, God. (laughs) And Ashley's not the weird one. Right. Uh Right. Okay. I I never (laughs) said I wasn't. Correction. I never said I wasn't. Maybe just a little crazy. Um. I'm I'm infatuated with horror. I've loved horror for a long time, and I have been a coordinator for a haunted house at Pierce College. Ashley was a makeup artist there with me. Uh, I, I was. Got I got into makeup there actually because of Ashley and a couple other makeup artists that we worked with. Oh, um, I'm so so honored. Because <laughs> that's where it all came from. Um, I've continued to carry on my skill and do it as a hobby. Um, I love horror movies. I just or is my life. <laughs> you should see my house. <laughs> um, how did oh, yeah. you... Actually, I haven't seen it, but I've got, like, skeletons and a button teeth and a bunch of stuff up. You don't even know. It's great. I'm getting all apothecary. <laughs> oh, my God. I love it. I love apothecary bottles and jars. I've actually really recently developed a, like, obsession fascination with, like, rusty old chains and shackles. Oh, dude, all day long in gears. Oh. Yes! Oh, oh my god! Okay. Oh, I right? just got my cat. Um, <laughs> but yeah, but yes. Yeah. So, horror has been a thing. It's been definitely a thing. Yeah. This is why we're buddies. This is, this is, this this is why, why all three of us get along. So Jade, so um, how how did you come upon horror? Not not necessarily how you were fascinated with it, but how how what was your first experience? At what age? Things like that. So my first experience that I remember that I remember uh, would have to be my sister, my older sister. We had my mom ran a twenty four hour daycare when I was a kid, so we always had kids and families and friends over and a bunch of stuff. But it was always like PG rated. Um, so my sister, when she finally came of age to watch horror movies, she had a slumber party with her friends over, and I wasn't allowed, even though I was in the house. I was allowed, <laughs> and they were watching horror movies. 
and I snuck down and watched um, Darkness Falls with them. They actually didn't kick me out. It was really nice. Because, um, <laughs> you know, you kick out your siblings when you don't want them around. Um, and Darkness Falls is actually funny story because I'm a dental assistant about a tooth fairy and that's kind of where the whole story, story comes from <laughs> is it's like an evil tooth fairy. Hmm. Wonder where all these connections are coming from. Um, but yeah, so that was probably my first experience with horror. And then on top of that, my little sister loved scaring me and my whole family all the time. That was her thing. So. <laughs> oh, so I did not just, know that. That's amazing. So it was all just, it, it all just came part of it. But I, I think the reason why Darkness Falls was so amazing for me or why that was what, like, intrigued me in horror was just because there was gore, but there was, it was a subtle gore. And there was, like, suspense, so much suspense, I couldn't stand it. So that was my first reaction with it. Nice. Yeah, I liked it. It was good. And you said <laughs> you were... seen Darkness Falls, you should definitely see it. You said you were five-ish? That's another one. Um, when I saw that, I was, I believe I was probably around, like, nine or ten. Oh, okay. Maybe, maybe nine or ten. Because I also wasn't allowed to watch horror films. My mom was very particular about that. We weren't allowed to watch horror films until we hit a certain age. Um, she was very protective of our innocence, is the way she put it. My mom was so into her daycare that we weren't even allowed to have water guns at the house because they were a weapon. Like, we couldn't even have doors. Because they were a weapon. Yeah, because oh, yeah, it, it, kids, it taught kids to use weapons, and that wasn't okay. And her being a oh daycare business, I understood at the time. Even as a kid, I understood, yeah. but it, it kind of sucked. Um. <laughs> Dude, like, that's crazy. I yeah. I find it funny because I, with Brent, I totally relate with the whole going to Blockbuster or Hollywood Video or something, like, with whatever parental guardian was around for that. For me, it was my dad. Um, we'd hit up Blockbuster, rent out a bunch of movies, and my dad exposed me to all kinds of shit. And much like Donna was very much towards the Oscar stuff, and then my parents were super anal about letting me watch certain shit. <laughs> so the more R-rated stuff or the little more intense things, I wasn't allowed to watch until I got older. But horror movies were never allowed in the house mainly because my dad hates them. I've come to recently find that out. My dad hates them. My mom, on the other hand, doesn't care. But my dad can't stand them, so I've never... It was because of my dad that we never watched horror films. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, and my mom is totally, like, can't handle any kind of gore. Like, I'm serious, if there is, like, a Disney movie playing, and I know, like, they've never shown blood or anything, but if they were to show, like, a cut, my mom would be squeamish. She is so squeamish, it is ridiculous. Like, you can't... She can't be in the room. She can't hear it. She can't see it. Nothing. Nothing. She wants nothing to do with it. Mm-mm. Are you sure you're her daughter, considering yeah. how much she loves Gore and Blood? Like, <laughs> that's actually, that's actually probably why. Because just like you, when you were traumatized, you jumped into it, right? So my yeah. mom, my mom being traumatized by that, I didn't want to be like that, so I just went head first. Let's do this. <laughs> Cover me in blood. Yes. Let's sacrifice something. <laughs> Oh my god, that's so funny! That's amazing. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so you said around ten-ish, you were in, into that, uh, in that, um, you know, uh, exposure to horror. Um, and what age or what what experience did you have that uh, made you become a little more fascinated with it? So it was probably around 
probably not too much further after it moves, maybe another week or so after I've got my first fix of horror movies, and I want to watch another. And like you said, Ashley, they did actually go to Blockbuster to get all these horror films to have their horror night. So we still had them for a few days in their little Blockbuster VHS, like, covers, you know what I mean? Um, So um, I actually watched Jeepers Creepers 2. No, yeah, 2, first. I never saw the first one. I watched the second one first, and that's when I became, I think, infatuated with it because, like, the tooth that was in the, the blade that he threw that he had made out of, Claws and it's like yes! a little, like a ninja star out of claws, yeah. I remember that. And like just the the makeup and and at the time I didn't know it was makeup. Obviously, I thought it was a creature. And but just the way that the creature looked and the drool that was coming off of it and the stickiness oh, when it came unwrapped. Like I still remember it vividly. I haven't seen that movie for I don't know probably twelve years now, fifteen years. Oh. Who knows? But I still remember it so vividly, and that's when I really got attached. And I was like, okay, I need more. I need to see more. I need to feel this feeling in my stomach. I I got to. I got to know more about it. And not only that, but when I was younger, and I talked about my mom having that daycare, the first movie I ever did see with, like, Halloween or horror was a cartoon movie that described all of, like, the backgrounds of everyone's version of Halloween. So the Hispanic version, the UK version, the American version, so on and so forth. And kind of it also explained the tales behind, like, the gargoyles and the pumpkins and the skeletons and why we dress up and the can't and all that. And that really hooked me into Halloween which I think that's what started me. And then when I saw my first horror film, I was just sold. That was it. Done. Handled. You've now adopted nice. a child of the night. <laughs> You've now adopted a child. Achievement unlocked. You've now adopted a child of the night. <laughs> and um, so and after, after that, you started exploring horror films. Did you at any point... Uh, 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 find one that you that you deem your favorite of all time. Yes, yes. Um, it wasn't until many years later, actually, after I started to work at the haunted house with Ashley, um, I had an accident um, which tore my arm open, and I'm okay. I'm fine. Everything's good. Don't worry, people. Um, <laughs> not that scary. Uh, uh, and whoever wasn't there to experience it, it was scary. For everyone else, who got the mass fucking text. Jay's in the hospital. There's blood everywhere. Like, you didn't wake up to that text. <laughs> I didn't know that it got sent out. Um, Anyways, so after that, I was house-ridden for a while, and actually one of our fellow haunters, um, scare actors, Mikey, came out, and he sat with me for one of the days and just binge-watched scary movies all day long he brought a bunch of horror movies we played video games it was great and my favorite one that he brought and i was so shocked i hadn't seen it before was house of a thousand corpses rob zombie first rob zombie movie to ever see in my life was the best movie ever hands down my all-time favorite and there's so many favorite scary movies that i have so for me to narrow down to that one it's just it's hard absolutely amazing it's insane it's gory it's twisted it's it's an offshore film it's not like mainstream oscar winning you know so it's got that really raunchy kind of gritty super gritty yeah yeah 
Yeah, which I love, and that's what I love from original horror movies, things like the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre and stuff like that. Oh, there. It, the I don't dirty, know. Yeah. I feel dirty. I feel dirty just putting in the DVD. <laughs> just touching it. <laughs> I feel it. But, yeah, that would be my probably all-time favorite, for sure. And it's hard to talk. Do you have one that's, do you have a recent favorite uh, horror, like in, you know, say, the past 10 years? Yes, actually. I just watched one recently. I think, actually, well, not recently. It was probably about a year ago, maybe a little bit more. And it's called um, Mother. So I don't know if anyone out there has seen it. I know Ashley hasn't Mm. yet. No, I haven't. Mother is amazing. Again, you'll see a theme with me. I love Twisted and Gory. So if it's got either, I'm a happy person. Um, Mother is a movie about a woman who pretty much is, she thinks she's alive or um, awake, I guess, not alive, awake, and really she's like in a dream state. And I don't want to give too, too much away for the movie for those of you who haven't seen it, but to pretty much summarize, she goes through this dream state of realizing that she isn't awake or alive or whatever, and then towards the end she does figure it out, but she has to to go through all the emotions and there's a lot of twisted gory stuff and because you don't even know that she's asleep when the whole movie starts it's very mentally um it mentally fucks you let's just be honest i don't have a better word for it it mentally fucks the shit out of you it's great i love it i think it's awesome watch it <laughs> okay so let's do uh uh let's do a film that i think we should introduce ashley into since she's such a version to this to this genre so, um, I'm not a total virgin. You're I not a total virgin. Like I haven't tried the basics. Okay, okay. So, so, hold on, hold on. So, for you listeners out there, I've been watching horror films, like, religiously, probably since I was, I don't know, like, 15. Like, when I was really allowed. Not since. Brent, Brent, you probably have been doing it since you were, what? Seven, maybe. Five? Seven. Yeah, well, five was my experience seven. with a dentist. Seven would be, uh, right, right, when right, I, right. yeah. So, yeah. Okay, and then Ashley hasn't been doing it for very long well, at all. Not, really? as, not as long as you guys. Like, I probably started 19, no, probably like around 20, 1920, to really get involved and in love with horror, especially since I was around the time where I met Jade and all the horror, the haunt stuff started coming around. And now I'm like a full blown haunt actor do this shit every year. It is my playtime. <laughs> oh, yeah, we play all day. I'm oh, sorry. Okay, anyway. Yeah, um, so, so, yeah, so I was saying... being such a virgin kind of to movies. Yes. yes. There's a long, very long list that we're trying to make up here. It really her. is. Um, <laughs> but, well, as far as I, a, a film that I think Ashley hasn't seen that you and I have seen, uh, I think she should uh, get into Insidious. Insidious with... is such a good movie, and I say that I know I say that a lot, but Insidious really is, and it's a great one, just because it really I feel it really helped bring horror back. It does, it does. It brought horror back because horror was kind of lame for a good long while. Horror was all the horror films coming out were not good. Like White Noise was not. I I mean I liked it, but it wasn't like top of my list and like there's just other movies i was just like yeah i'm gonna wait i'm gonna wait for something decent to come out because it just it kind of had a hold 
honestly. It did. I, as someone who's still, you know, like, I, I did get to see all that, you know, <laughs> when the horror movie suckage was real. But uh, I'm, I'm curious to see what else you guys have in store for me, because there's, Dude, I know I so many 80s movies for you, and I'm Insidious. so down Wait. for all Insidious. the 80s movies. I think Insidious is a good place for you to start, for, for sure, just because it's, it's newer, it is newer, so you got those new aspects with all the effects and everything, and just the storyline is wonderful. The writer was great. Um, the producer was great. The director was I, – I just can't – I have nothing bad to say about Insidious. I really don't. Yeah, it, it, to I, me – I don't. Yeah, when, even just from the start, when it presents its – you know, when it presents its name, Insidious, like the way it does it, it's like – you know this is a this is gonna be a horror movie like you know yeah 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 so um as maybe uh so uh, maybe a classic then right uh, some some 80s film how about the blah um yeah uh the thing the thing Ooh. Yeah, have you ever I've seen heard, i've i've heard so much and i probably like know a lot of like random like makeup looks and shit or, like, effect stuff for a lot of these movies, only because I'm obsessed with a bunch of this stuff, but... It's about time I actually watched the movie. I, and, you know, I just realized something, too, because I was at work today, um, and I was... I looked through YouTube a lot, because I have a lot of time to kill. Um, and, you know, YouTube has, a, YouTube has a lot of um, uh, free movies with ads, right? I don't know if you guys know that, or, I mean, you probably do know that. Keyword there is with ads. Right, okay, I know. Let's never look. <laughs> Right. Okay. It's no different than I watching regular TV. Right? <laughs> right. But, but I realized there was a movie that was free with ads on on YouTube. That uh, I mean, I think it's a horror movie. Um, I some people might call it suspense, but I think it's a horror movie because people die. Um, the Cube. You have not okay, so I've that's that's homework. Cube. I have not seen the Cube. That so can be that can be our list. homework. We can all watch the Cube. Uh, uh, on YouTube. That should be the next podcast. Cube. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, because I just realized today that it was on it was on on YouTube for free with ads, and I'm like, oh, I mean, I don't know if I have Netflix a. Netflix needs to have it. It might. I haven't I... actually looked. I don't even know if it's on Shutter or anything like that either. I just know that it's on YouTube. Movies are always the best. Down, down like a clown, Charlie Brown. Yeah. Um, another one that would probably be really good for Ashley to watch that's a little bit older that I really think you should watch is um, <clears throat> is uh, hold on, let me make sure I get the name right for this one. I think it's called Summer Camp, but hold on, Sleepaway Camp. Sorry. Sleepaway okay, Camp. So it's called Sleepaway Camp. Camp. This is such. And Ashley, I think this is a good m- movie for you just because you're um, polyamorous. And uh, I really, for the fact that this movie came out in the 80s and had this kind of storyline is a big thing. It was definitely a very taboo thing to be talking about, let alone to be making a movie about around that time. So I really think this is something you should definitely watch. It's good. It definitely goes back to, like, the old school where there's a monster, you know, like the Jason and Freddy and stuff like that, like having a villain versus just like where Insidious is more spiritual and things like that. You know what I mean? Okay. 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 
Oh man, I have homework. I'm excited. <laughs> so, um, so how should should we should we discuss now what should be our next podcast? Yeah, we can. I think the Cube should be our next podcast. Honestly, after that comment, I think we should all watch the Cube and go in and talk about that because now you'll have two fresh views on it and one that's seen it before. Yeah, it's yeah. It- I'm down. It's been a while since I've seen the Cube, um, but I'm down. It's it's been a while for me oh, too. Oh, I've yeah. seen the Cube. Huh? I've seen it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it, for me, I've only seen it once, but um, uh, it was it was uh fascinating enough for me to to watch it all the way through as just a you know just a, out of curiosity. But now, going back to watch it, um, having a second viewing of it, I think would be good to you know, refresh myself and have my opinions on it and all that. I, it's a great film. I like it. So, um, it's just, this time, uh, it's, this time it's more of an analysis of it. Cube, right? Say it again? 1997. That's 97, yes. I think that's right. If I'm not mistaken, um, something that takes that concept but does it in a much better manner, in my opinion, would be Escape Room. The, the recent one, right? Mm-hmm. Right. That makes sense. That makes sense. Escape Room is a really, really good one. Uh, I highly one. It's, I mean, it deals with, as you guessed, Escape Room. Um, <clears throat> it's actually really interesting. I actually really enjoyed the story and how all oh, the Oh, yeah, I really wanted to see this. It's really good. It's actually really good. It's a good, entertaining horror film. And... It, it it kind of like makes you wonder like what would you do in that situation or like a lot of the like some of these situations that you're presented with that are like fuck could, would you have done better or could you have done better with some of them? Okay, I mean, I think uh, I think we have our our homework for 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 our next podcast. Um, so wait, are we doing Escape Room or are we doing Cube or are we doing both? Um, ooh, we could do. Cube and Escape Room. Wait, An so Escape one Room and a newer one? Newer one? Yeah. Wait, so what where where do you find Escape Room at? Uh good question. I mean, okay, we can Hi. <laughs> Maybe we uh, so let's we can do both and then compare the concept between between those two films in a in a span of 20 years. Okay. That'll be interesting, yeah. And the effects I think will be different for sure, which would be awesome. Just the evolution over the past 20 years. Mm-hmm. Storyline, the way people think to, for sure. Absolutely. I was going to say the way people conceptualize horror or what concepts of horror they use to tell a story, which I think is really fascinating too. Well, okay, gang. Uh, thanks for listening. Hopefully we'll uh, have you tune in again and uh, see what our next topic is and and, and explore our, our fascination with horror. My name is Brent. I'm Ashley. I'm Jade. <laughs> and thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time. Thank you guys for tuning in. We really appreciate you rating and reviewing our channel. You can be a part of our conversations and give us suggestions of films or any other topics. You can email us at houseoftheunholy at gmail.com. We're also on Twitter and Instagram. Our Twitter handle is at of unholy. 
and our Instagram page is house underscore of the underscore unholy. You can also visit our Facebook page and follow us there. Thank you guys so much.